This is a headgum podcast. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Looking for advice from a real girl Who might not have the answers But goddamn she'll try Just a tip and you'll be on your way With Meg and Batoon on Friday Welcome to Just a Tip, an advice podcast hosted by me, Megan Batoon, a real girl. You guys sent in questions, and today I have a friend to help me help you. Hi, Alexis. Hello. Alexis, if you don't know, is an entertainer and just got a facial today. I did. I feel uh, tight. I feel tight. A tightness of the face skin. Do you know that some people have never gotten a facial before? I think that's fantastic. And if I could never get a facial and have great skin, I would do it. (laughs) Facials really help. Yeah, they really do it. And especially if you get a good one, it just gets all the bad out and not in your face anymore. I know. It gets the bad out. I just want the bad out forever. Bottom line. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we have people that we need to help. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. For a few months, I've been dealing with some low-key shadiness from my group of friends. We're all in 10th grade and have been friends for over five years. 10th grade. How old are you in 10th grade? You are 14? No. 10th grade is sophomore year. Sophomore year. Yeah. No, you're around 16. I have no sense of age. (laughs) I don't know where I am or what's going on, let alone their age. I can barely barely remember my own. Yeah. (laughs) I've been noticing that they never invite me to their hangouts, only come to me when they need something. One of my peers had a confrontation with them, which eventually resulted in them never talking to her again. Yikes. Although I've known them all for so long, I feel like I can't truly be myself around them without being judged. I can't help but feel like they're only my friends when it's convenient for them. I'm just wondering if I should try to save the friendships, even if they're slightly unhealthy, before they fall apart completely, or dismiss it as some inevitable high school drama between friends and just move on. From Fickle Friendships. That was the sweetest thing ever. I Is mean, it sweet? Sad. Like, <laughs> sort of the, I think the maturity with which this, I'm assuming an email was sent. Yeah. That's no, this so was sweet. a bird. A yeah. Bird, <laughs> a handwritten letter via a Harry Potter, what are those called? Owl. Are they owls? Yeah, the. Hedwig. Hedwig is the Is that Harry the- specific owl. Oh, shoot. I mean, uh, I don't know, whatever. (laughs) Proper nouns. Okay, cool. Uh, Yeah, so they're about 16, and Mm -hmm. they got some fake friends. Yeah. I will say, right off the bat, if you are at a period where you're not necessarily getting along with the people around you, that means you are going through some sort of growth. So, like, props to that. I know. So you are evolving in some way, and your friends either aren't keeping up or... Mm -hmm to give them the benefit of the doubt, aren't evolving in the same direction you are. That's nice to say. Mm-hmm. They, just trying, you know. <laughs> <laughs> because I was like, yeah, they're just, they're just, they've maxed out on p- being a person and you have kind of raised your frequency to, to be a better person. 
So I'm glad that I have a better person as my guest. Than sure, me. sure. Uh, yeah, I think that – so you should give yourself props for that because it's something very exciting. Like even though yeah. it feels very scary, I would say – I don't know. I'm looking right at Megan, <laughs> but I'm talking to this person from the email. <laughs> I, I am the vessel back the vessel. to – Yeah, Great. so you yes. can look right. Send it right back to This them. is the first time I've ever had eye contact, so this is really good for me. <laughs> really exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so give yourself big props, big pat on the back, because you're growing. Woo! You are growing. Have you ever been in a similar situation where you feel like you're kind of stagnant, and then you've made a cognizant effort to be like, I'm going to raise my frequency, or I'm going to grow, and then you don't mesh with the people around you anymore? Yes. I had um, a couple experiences like that around probably the fickle friends age. Mm-hmm. I had that where just all of a sudden I looked around at kind of the people I was around. And I was like, they, I don't feel good. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't make me feel good at all. And I think in my specific case, it wasn't even necessarily anything wrong with them. It's just that I had changed and I hadn't acknowledged the fact or the volume at which I had grown Mm -hmm. and the people that I had surrounded myself with before that sort of evolution, if you will, just weren't, I wasn't clicking with them anymore. Yeah. I feel like, what's the saying? You're like the five. You're the sum of your five closest friends. Yeah. Which I think is absolutely true. And Mm -hmm. once I remember one time I looked around and I just felt like I I was in the midst of me reading all these self-help books. Mm -hmm. Have you ever read this book by, I think the author's name is Mark Manson. It's an orange book. It's called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. See, okay. So I started reading that book and I think I am already super like, oh, whatever. I think if, <laughs> if I I think if I had heeded that advice, I would have been too far. Really? So I think that's a it's a like I think self-help books are good. And I think that some like I need probably different books than maybe you or like a different you know what I mean? Sure. Like I think everyone needs like the different little push in that direction. And that one I just didn't vibe with, at least in the first couple chapters. Maybe, you know, yeah. maybe it got better. I it's, don't know. I do think it gets better. Okay. I think he overuses a bunch of words. Sure. Have you ever read a book? This mm-hmm. is, okay, so one time I read the it's not Twilight. What's the sex book? Fifty Shades of Grey. That's the one. Sure. There's only one sex book and it's this. <laughs> and I know exactly what it is. <laughs> I was reading that book once uh, off of a recommendation and I was like, sure, I'll give it a try. And the author, it's it's written fine, but then the author, <laughs> it seems like the author learns one word and then starts peppering it in for like three chapters and then like learns another word. And it's like, okay, I think I, I you've been to thesaurus.com. That's really funny. They looked up like top 10 BDSM and it yeah. like kept popping up. <laughs> we gotta mm-hmm. capitalize on this. Um, where was I going with that? Friendship. Let's hear about your <laughs> friend experience based on this book by Mark Manson. Right, okay. Well, I guess it kind of, the Mark Manson book was kind of a catalyst into mm-hmm. it, but I was like, okay, I'm not happy being around very similar to you, like a couple of my friends, just like mm-hmm. really negative. Mm-hmm. And it was almost like I wasn't getting fulfilled by them and I wasn't being able to fulfill them mm-hmm. because I was being so drained. So it was just, it, it, that was already a step in the right direction of self-help that was like, oh, I need to take care of me first before I can even try and help you with what you're going through because it, it's just not working. It's not clicking. And then it's funny because in this day and age with the internet and like ship names and stuff, sure. people 
kind of take your identity away from you. Like they, they put two people together and now you're a different thing and you're not you on your own. And that was kind of happening in, in my past with relationships and like best friends. It was just, I wasn't me anymore. I was like a half of something else. Mm-hmm. And I think also with the internet, because you can go back three years and see a photo of somebody with their best friend at that time, mm-hmm. it's really easy to look at someone's Instagram, scroll back that far and then be like, why aren't you friends? Or And sort of like, it's harder, I think, to detach yourself from people healthily. Like, I think people assume like, oh, something bad happened. Rather mm. than just when you're 16 or at really any age, you can just grow apart from people. And that doesn't mean that anything's wrong with anyone. But because exactly. there's like that evidence that you are friends and it's very public, yeah. it's hard to like pull it apart. It is. Yeah. It, I also feel like there's that one other saying. I love that I bring up sayings that I don't really know what they are. (laughs) But there's one saying that's like, uh, people are in your life for a season or a reason. That's nice. Sorry, what is it? A season, a reason, or a lifetime? I'd never heard that one. I think I just heard the season or the reason. And then you clocked out. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) I was like, a season? Okay, bye. Uh, But yeah, I, I agree. You can grow apart from other people without being a huge fallout. Yes. And sort of to speak to another part of this message is that there was one friend they got in a fight with and they don't talk to them anymore. Right. I am of the strong belief that the people who talk about cutting off toxic people or Mm -hmm. just like really are bent on like that person's not good, we can't talk to them anymore, are the toxic people. Right. Because I think if you're if you're hunting for reasons to cut people out of your life, then you're gonna find reasons. Yeah. I think if you go into friendships or relationships or in any sense looking for reasons to love people and reasons to care about people and reasons to be kind to them, you'll find those. Yeah. But if you go in looking for bad, you'll find it. And so I think that that's a, a red big red flag for me because obviously with this email, you know, you are having the the idea that maybe you shouldn't be friends with them, but it's not a matter of like, well, get get rid of them. They suck. I'm done. I think that's just a really not good mentality. It's like, yeah. get them out. Ah. It, it is definitely all or nothing. And I don't think that that's the, the way to yeah. go with mm-hmm. any type of relationship uh, that you think is at least worth keeping or having in general. So I guess to, to sum up an answer or a tip of advice mm-hmm. for them, they're wondering if they should try and save it or just dismiss it as some high school drama between friends. I feel like you should, and I would give this advice for a lot of situations, maybe without, sort of put that decision on hold and reach out to some new people. Mm -hmm. Be around some people that you maybe have talked to and you've jived with, but you haven't like put in that effort to be friends with them. And then see what happens and see how you feel about that. And you may end up being like, whoa, this is a super healthy friendship. Mm -hmm. Or you may end up being like, oh my God, I, those are such great friends. And this was just a petty little thing and I should just get over it. I think you'll just get a broader sense of what you want. Yeah, I completely agree to echo that and to kind of backtrack on what we said before. If you have or know of any other people that you would like to be around or kind of get in that energy and and be like almost because you are, you do end up being like the people you're around. So why be around toxic people? If you have a person that you think is super funny or super positive or just want to have a good time and just respect them, then go for them. Yeah. I think reaching out, I never am offended when someone I don't really know reaches out if I respect them. I agree. I've never been like, oh my God, get away. (laughs) Oh my God, you want to hang out? Never. Yeah. Yuck. (laughs) Yuck. And I think people, um, people, 
uh, generally want to hang out with people and people generally don't want to ask people to hang out with them. I know, because rejection. Yeah, so if you just do that bit and... I'd say nine times out of ten, the other person's like, whew, let's do it. Yeah. So glad I didn't have to do that. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. be the bigger person. Yeah, people want friends. We all want friends. And we so, do. like, if you can reach out and start that, then there you go. I think they are helped. I think yeah. we helped them. <laughs> We fixed it. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> We're done. What's next? What's next is number two. This one... Are you ready for this one? I don't know. Let's see. We'll see if I'm ready. I've been talking to this girl for about six months now. We had a history all throughout high school, but never actually been together officially. She says she doesn't want a relationship right now because of past relationships and is busy with school. She had said that two weeks in a row, but now we are six months deep and we are basically in a relationship just without the title. I'm just confused because it does come up every now and then that she still isn't ready even though we are in one without the title. What is it that will change if we are official? Is she scared? Or maybe she just doesn't want one with me? Or just isn't ready? Just really confusing when she says she wants to marry me, but also says she isn't ready for a relationship. Whoa, the marriage was a curveball. <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, that's a shift. Yes. Um, I think that, personally, I had a friend who had a similar situation where they were dating for a long time and they were in love with each other and refused to like put a title on it. Mm. And I think they the this woman uh, who I don't know <laughs> may have a skewed sort of idea as to what a relationship is and what it might represent because yeah. potentially of past relationships. So maybe she views having a boyfriend or girlfriend or being in a relationship as one thing that's like super intense and wild because of her bad experiences. And you view it as a totally like wonderful, cute thing. Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's always interesting the relationship and relationship without a title because it's the same it's thing. It's the same thing. All you're changing. You kind of feel a little anxious all the is, time. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one change. Yeah. Is you're never comfortable. Yeah. I get, yeah. I mean, there is like a sense of ownership, which is I've been in this situation too where I was dating a guy that I really liked and he was like, Will you be my girlfriend? Will you be my girlfriend? And just kept on incessantly asking. And I was like, No, I'm not ready. And then, but I would do everything like a girlfriend. I would do cute things. We would go on dates. We would be together all the time uh, just sleeping at each other's houses it was like we were living together but I would not say we would be together in a relationship and I don't know why so as much as I'm like yeah it maybe sounds like she's not ready or doesn't want to be with you I've been this person Mm -hmm. and it's super hard to tell why I didn't want to give that up or why I didn't feel the the comfort to be like yes I will be your girlfriend Mm -hmm. is it um I wonder with this person who sent an email who can't answer the question, is it like an exclusivity thing? Right, because then it, yeah, it does Because then that allude. makes sense if she's like talking to other people or right. like wants to sort of be a hoe for a bit and then marry you. Right. So they've been together for about six, well, they've been, they, it says they've been talking for about six months. Mm-hmm. We don't really know we if there's know. anybody else in the picture. Sure. If there was, if you were in this position... And mm-hmm. there was no one else in the picture, and you were talking to someone for six months, and then they wanted it, they were asking you to be in a relationship. What would you say? If I was the girl who wouldn't lock it in, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess in in what circumstance would I do that? Yeah, is sort of the question. I guess if I had just gotten out of something, mm-hmm. um, or again, like if I had just a very different idea of what a relationship represented, then. This person does. Um, 
Yeah, I is think it really it? Is it weird to have a relationship talk before you get into one? Like, hey, let's set some ground rules or parameters and say, like, what do you yeah. want well, and what I do think, you? I think like, I don't know. It depends on. I guess why and like if it's motivated by wanting to talk to other people or wanting to have the freedom to talk to other people um because even if that's sort of the case I feel like it would then be a discussion of like non-monogamy or like Mm -hmm. if you want a title and she doesn't and it's because of that it would then be like a talk about well maybe yeah I feel like it may be a situation where the girl wants to explore other things but mm-hmm. likes having this kind of placeholder backup. backup. And then, because she brings up marriage, it's, it's really confusing when she says she wants to marry me but also says she isn't ready for a relationship. So maybe she wants to live her little life. She wants to be fun, flop around. not <laughs> <laughs> She wants to just bounce about. Yeah. And then, like, oh, well, yeah. Once when she's ready. Right. Like, wh- if I don't find anyone by the time I'm 35, like, we're marrying each other. Maybe it's that type yeah. of situation. Which I feel like if – I would also go, how are you feeling about it to this person? Mm-hmm. Do you feel icky all the time? Then maybe don't do it. If you feel good mm-hmm. and it satisfies you, then great. I feel like it's mostly a matter of that because relationships in any sense can like look all sorts of ways and have all sorts of labels. And I think it really boils down to living your life according to the way that you feel. Mm -hmm. If it's not making you feel good and you don't think it's going to make you feel good soon. Yes. Then what are you doing? That, I feel like that's the only advice ever. Show's over. I can't it. (laughs) Show's over. Just feel good or make yourself feel good at some point. Yes. Yeah, that's, I think that's really it. That's the biggest litmus test I've ever heard for any type of mm-hmm. issue that you have personally. Yeah. I think, do you feel icky? Yeah. And I think that's such a privilege that comes with adulthood because when you're younger, you, you know, you're in school and you don't like your homework, but you still have to do your homework. But the older you get, you really can take charge. And if it doesn't make you feel good, what what's going on? Why are you doing it? Yeah. Put you first for a little bit, which it mm-hmm. does sound like she's doing. Kind of, she's doing it. Yeah, <laughs> she's already put herself first. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, that was beautiful. We are going to take a break while Alexis gives a little extra piece of advice you can find on meganbatoon.com/podcast, and we'll be right back. Carmax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at Carmax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car; you should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
we're back. Alexis, what are you working on lately? Whoa. That I was know. a curveball. I know. <laughs> this show is only curveballs. Sure. Uh, I'm writing a lot. That's like most of what I'm doing. Uh, I'm doing all scripted stuff on my channel these days. Yeah. So that's been really, really fun. And then I want to make movies and television. And so I'm working on writing lots of that and uh, getting it happening and doing it. Oh, my God. If you ever wrote a screenplay yes. about your life yes. and you couldn't act in it, yes. who would you get to play you? That's a great question. Thank um, you. Hmm. I've been told I remind people of Ellen Page. Oh, right. I think that's just the small, same hair. <laughs> yeah. uh, so maybe a young, like a Juno era Ellen mm -hmm. Page. Yep. I'd take that. I see that. Fresh-faced yeah. and short. Yeah. <laughs> and that's my rap name. Fresh-faced <laughs> short. <laughs> Fresh-faced short. Yeah. What are you working on? I'm literally only working on existing. Okay. And it's it. going pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm here. Yeah, you did it? I can see you? Yeah. So I think I am doing it with flying colors. Great. Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Are you ready to continue to help others? Yes. Can't wait. Good. It's my life's mission. Can you imagine if someone said no? Oh, they're like, oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired of helping. Yeah. Ugh. Can we talk more about me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I get that this is fine, but like, go back to me. Go back to me. What else do you want to know? <laughs> Favorite color, favorite food. I'm giving you everything. <laughs> okay, here we go from another person. So I'm trying to remodel my room. Keep in mind, I live with my mom and grandparents. I'm also a college student that doesn't have much money, space, or time. All of the elements. Sounds like an awful time to remodel, but go on. <laughs> I want to make my room a place for myself, but I have a door that doesn't lock, so everyone comes in and touches my stuff. I'm constantly getting bored of my room, so I'm not sure what to do with it. Thanks. From Boring Bedroom. Boring Bedroom. Hey. 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 Oh, hey, Boring Bedroom. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. I would say my top remodeling tip. I cannot wait. Wait. First of all, are you into redecorating an interior design or anything? Yeah. <gasps> wait. I know that you used to put stock photos on your wall yes, as decoration. I did, yeah, in my old room. It's honestly, this is a great thing to do on a budget, way cheaper than art. I had huge printouts of stock photos from Amazon. So I had like a woman with an inhaler. and Oh, I had, wait, you bought it off of Amazon? I bought it on Amazon, yeah. Oh, wait, I thought you just like took like the one that has like the watermark and went oh, to like a no, Kinko's. no, no, no. I got real nice ones. No watermark for this gal's bedroom. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and there was a little boy with a, a stethoscope and nice Asian man I named Quinn. And they were my best friends. <laughs> I love it. And then so your room is not like that now. It's not like that now. Okay. Um, I wanted like some sincerity, you know, okay. in my space. Uh, so I feel like that was uh, to circle back so a period of growth. Sure. Know? Um, so now my room, you would never guess it's my room. I feel like anyone who, like, knows me online would never suspect my room is pink and yellow. And okay. it makes me so happy. It's just, like, really happy colors. It oh, my so gosh. That, so is it, like, alternating pink and yellow walls, or is it half no, and half? No, so I have three pink walls that I painted, and then I have, like, a huge dresser and nightstands, and so I have, uh, I painted my whole dresser yellow, <gasps> and then I have flowers all over it. Oh, my God. Are they daisies? Um, I don't know. Just like little, yeah. Actually, yeah, like pink daisies. Does that exist? I don't know. They're sort of daisy shaped, but pink. 
cool. flowers to coordinate with. Wow. Them. So like when you open your eyes, you're like, I'm in a Dr. Seuss like heaven. Yeah. It's just it just makes me really like happy and I it's like light. Yeah. And um super different from any of my like social media vibe <laughs> colors and it feels really nice to have that separation between yeah. like my branding and who me as mm-hmm. a human which is so interesting because yeah. i don't think that that's perceived like it really is yeah. you know like people i i follow some comedians or even bo burnham if you're familiar he's oh always like my God. Yeah, i'm the not best. the same person on stage as i am off stage and it's the same with us yes like, th- technically the stage is the internet for us totally yeah and i am as i'm sure you are like very particular about like the vibe and like colors and how everything looks and feels and i just want to be able to not think about that when i'm asleep or like when i first wake up in the morning uh-huh. and having that separation has been so nice that is nice. I do love that. So if you're a college student that doesn't have money, mm-hmm. let's let's tackle each of these in a different way because okay. those are three money, space, and time are three huge things yeah. that like are their own separate battles. Yeah, and I feel like no one has any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you don't have much money, what's mm-hmm. like a cheap way to kind of spruce up a small room? Ooh, um, hmm. and I'll think too because yeah. I'm I'm trying to think of when I was in college. It's I, I wonder if it's a dorm. Oh, no. It's okay. So it's the, he lives with their his mom and grandparents, mm-hmm. and the door doesn't lock, so everyone comes in. And what touches. do they have to do with it? I, I I'm just know. picturing a grandma like waddling in with a cane and just touching things, <laughs> just like rubbing her hands on the furniture. Why is she sensual? Yeah. You were just doing body rolls when you role played this grandmother. Hey, isn't there, there's a whole culture of like seniors being slutty, and like I just sluttyseniors.com. <laughs> Um, okay, so if you don't have much money, I, I guess if you're in college and you don't have much money mm-hmm. in a small room, I would say, like, go to Goodwill. <gasps> yes! Yeah, and get, like, <laughs> tiny little trinkets. Get vases mm-hmm. that you can spray paint if you want them to be, like, pink or yellow like Alexis, or if you're like me and only, like, black and white. You can <laughs> do whatever you want with it. Um, and if it's, like, the most god-awful, ugly, like, teapot, if you spray paint it a color you love, it'll look Brand new. Brand new. And I also, I got at Goodwill. Oh my God. I got this a is couch the tea. for $80. <gasps> and it's cute. What kind of couch? It's a little Paisley love seat. Oh my god. And gosh. it's like wood and it's freaking delicious. So you can get anything good at Goodwill for a very good price. Absolutely. There's mm-hmm. a Goodwill by my house that's a Goodwill outlet. Ooh. Can you even imagine Ooh. even lower prices? Oh, incredible. <laughs> um, also, I don't know if you live in California. I doubt it. That would be convenient. But the Goodwill in Beverly Hills is oh. incredible because it has all like the fancy things. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I've never even thought about going over there. It's very good. The Goodwill outlet that I mentioned just now is not even a price thing. I mean, it's not free, yeah. but <laughs> you just take whatever you, just you take want. It. It's their best. You put in a cart whatever textiles you want, clothes or, mm-hmm. or blankets or whatnot, and then they they weigh the cart. <gasps> and for every pound, it's like a dollar. That's incredible. I know. Oh, my God, I have to go there. <laughs> yeah, you definitely do. Yeah. Um, something I did, because I have a pretty small room, is I got like a, a light strip. I think lighting is oh. a big place that you can make your room feel way more pleasant, I guess. So I got a light strip on Amazon, like a... 
a string of 50 bulbs or whatever. Oh, like garden lights. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I spray painted them like rose gold Oh, yeah. And I strung them around the whole ceiling of my room and it lights up the space like way more than it does with just one light. That's a great idea. I th- yeah, that I, I can't even top that, but I'm going to try because <laughs> I can't be uh, shown up. Uh, that's a great idea. Going back to like if you have windows or even if you don't have windows, taking like mm-hmm. a sheet of some sort of pattern and making like your own tapestry of it, just nailing yeah. it into the wall could help brighten up if you can't paint or something like that. Definitely. That's a good, a good uh, alternative. In regards to space or time, if you don't have much space, you can do the lighting, you can do the tapestry, yeah. you can and add I think some time ordering things on Amazon. Yes. Yeah. So then you That's... order it when you're thinking about it. You don't have to go to a store and then you're not driving, you're not in traffic, you're not trying to park. Like it I just know. cuts all that down. What's the weirdest thing that you didn't leave the house for? You were like, oh, I can order this online. Oh my God. I never leave the house for things anymore. <laughs> I literally. Oh, I don't do I the don't do walking yeah, outside I thing. I try to never run errands because it, why would you with Amazon? And it's also, I hate running. I, yeah, hate running, hate errands. Um, I I bought ketchup on Amazon because I kept going to the grocery store and not getting ketchup. And I was like, oh, and then I just got on Amazon. So two days later, I had ketchup. That's great. Just yeah. one bottle or was it like bulk? I got one bottle. <laughs> one bottle. Yeah, but it's, I, if you have Amazon Prime, like it's all, you know, the same. It's all whatever. Yeah. What's the difference between Amazon Priming groceries and like Amazon Fresh or Hello Fresh? Oh, I guess Amazon Fresh. I think Pantry. Fresh is like produce. Sorry. Okay. And it's and like then, within 30 minutes or something like that? Yeah. Amazon That's Prime cool. now. That's it is crazy. Two hours. We're just adding yeah. words <laughs> on the end of Amazon and making it a new thing, you guys. Yeah. This is Amazon table front. Wake up, sheeple. <laughs> sheeple. <laughs> I, the other day, I uh, broke my computer and I oh, was I like. I saw your Instagram story. I was yeah, like, that's a bummer. Hey, thanks for watching it. <laughs> it was definitely a bummer. And then the next day, I postmated from the Apple store this MacBook on my lap. Oh my God. Within an hour of me purchasing it, I had it in my lap. That's fantastic. And then you can keep working. And like, especially working from home, you I just know. don't have time. And LA, that's traffic, that's parking. It's just, it's it, validation. Yeah. In every, every yeah. sense of the word. <laughs> exactly. Okay. So, boring bedroom, mm-hmm. we say lights. Lights. Lots of lights. Goodwill. Goodwill. Anything. Yeah. Anything, Goodwill, anything. Anything you see that looks good, buy it. Buy it. Take it, buy it, and then time, Amazon. Amazon. Wow. We are helping these people so much. I think we did maybe the best job on that one. We were like, okay, okay, we got it, we got it. (laughs) The one thing we really care about? Interior. Yes. Like your friends, your whole life, everything you care about, whatever. Your bedroom is going to look great. (laughs) You're falling apart, but did you see this window treatment? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, last question. Sure. Here we go. I really like this one girl, but she is in a really committed and happy relationship with someone else. I wouldn't want her to be unhappy and break them up, but at the same time, I do want that to happen so I can ask her out myself. The person she's going out with right now is actually a good person, but I really like her. I feel like I'm in checkmate. What should I do? From impatiently waiting. I have short answer. (gasps) You do nothing. You do nothing and you wait. Yes. I mean. You wait. <laughs> I feel like long or short, that's the only that's answer the only to this. Answer. Yeah, you do absolutely nothing and you back off and you don't hang out with her probably as much as you are because mm-hmm. it feels a little icky. Yeah. I'm sure. I can imagine. Yes. And you just, you don't move. 
You don't even move. You don't move. <laughs> you talk to other people. You don't move. Yeah. And then if they break up, you say hello. <laughs> hey. 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 That's this is what sucks about this mm-hmm. is that you don't know how long a relationship is going to last. Yes. So it could last five years. But if you are on the outskirts and waiting, within five years, you'll probably find someone else. Exactly. You'll you'll find someone else that you really click with and you're not just like twiddling your thumbs, like trying to break them up. And then also if you – like you don't want to go into a relationship with someone who just had a bad breakup. Yeah. That doesn't sound good at all. Or so, to be the reason why they broke up. Or to be up. the reason. And then Even there's worse. a lot of pressure on you guys. There's mm-hmm. just like a lot going on. And I think that if you guys really have, some, like, a good thing, then, like, chances are you just, like, hap- it just happens. It just does You can't stop life from happening, you know? Yeah. And it's just going to happen. And I think that making any moves is just, uh, it won't feel good. Yeah. I don't think even if you are together, then you... I would imagine would be worried about it happening again with her and someone else. Exactly. That's always an interesting thing of like how you get into a relationship mm-hmm. is always really telling of maybe how it's going to happen to you. Like if someone, if you are the reason why somebody else breaks up or if they're, God forbid, is cheating or something mm-hmm. like that and you end up being with the person that they cheated on. No. If you end up being. You're the person they cheated with. Yes, yes, that one. If you're that person, <laughs> you're like, yay, that one got it. <laughs> Thank God that someone else used the brain. Uh, then wouldn't you be so scared that it would happen to you too? Yes. I mean, history repeats itself for a reason. Mm-hmm. But here's my thing for them. They could either do what we were already saying and just like you take a step back mm-hmm. or you could play the friend card for a while. And then this has happened to me before is if you're close to someone of the opposite, it doesn't need to be up. If you're close to someone and they break up or they don't break up, if you're close to someone and they have an issue and they come running to you, that's already a telltale sign that they have a connection with you and mm-hmm. you guys might end up being together once this all tanks. Mm-hmm. And I think also, as hard as it may be, cherish the friendship because obviously you care about her. So yeah. like, you know, be pals. And that's good too in a different way. Yeah. What's the the, I guess, the threshold of quality time before emotions start to kind of take over like if you do want to be a pal Mm -hmm. when do you draw that line I think it's that's interesting when it feels icky (laughs) is really my answer to anything if you're hanging out a bunch and it doesn't feel good hang out less if you're not hanging out that much and that doesn't feel good hang out more what I think that anything (laughs) just (laughs) <laughs> just course correct yourself on if you feel icky or not. Yeah, ex- just trust your gut. I think that, um, right, like I, our brains are much smarter than our conscious thoughts. Yes. And so if you get an intuitively bad feeling, that's not just like vibes. It's your brain doing a lot of math that you don't have access to subconsciously. Mm-hmm. And so if something just doesn't feel right, it's because your brain is picking up signals and it's picking up a bunch of little things that, you aren't consciously making it there. Yeah. So I really believe in icky versus not icky. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the id versus the super ego. Yes. Icky versus not. Yeah. That's icky versus, you know, good. <laughs> <laughs> philosophy by Alexis. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been in a situation where you liked someone that was already taken? Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I had a big crush on someone who was in a relationship, and then we hung out, and then I felt – icky Uh and then um i stopped and 
<laughs> met someone else. <laughs> oh, that's great. I've also been in a situation where I started developing a crush on someone who's in a relationship and then they broke up and we started talking. Right. Where like that just was the way that it was meant to be. But it yeah. wasn't a situation. I felt way better that it wasn't a situation where I was like, hey, hey, hello, look at me. Let's, uh, right. let's do a little sidebar over here. Because that mm-hmm. that's putting yourself in Ickyville. Exactly. Put it, it's self-sabotage. Yeah. And so I think... If you're sensing that there's something there, it, I would be shocked if she's oblivious. Yeah. Girls you know, know. Girls know. Boys know. Everyone's like knows, you know? <laughs> Everyone just knows. Like, you know, you can tell when someone has a crush on you. And I think you can tell if someone wants it. And so it's sort of balls in her court in a way. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's in her court. This is a guy. So yeah. he feels like he's in checkmate. I guess our tip for you is to just be a friend. Yes. In... To the point where it still feels good to you and it's still a satisfying relationship without the kissing and the banging. Yeah. I wonder if he could hang out with her and her boyfriend. Would that be weird? I feel like I would not want to do that. I, or maybe maybe that would be helpful because he'd be like, oh, they're cute. That would be helpful too. But if, if this other – if the boyfriend senses that he likes her – that would never be good. That would be bad. Yeah. So I feel like just only put yourself in the put yourself in the situation where you feel good about it. <laughs> yeah. It's there's a another saying. Sure. That's like if you don't want someone to find out about it, don't do it. Yes. I think that's huge. Yeah. And if you are ever doing anything where you're like, please don't tell anyone, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> Immediately. I think that's the difference between right and wrong. Yeah. In a way. Do you feel icky? Are you going to be devastated if someone finds out? Yeah. Then, the, yeah. Mm, don't do it. <laughs> and I think that we are we're much smarter than we give ourselves credit for. We know if we're about to do something that's going to make us feel bad. You know. Yeah. And if you're like, I'm not sure, you're lying. Mm-hmm. Or you need to think about it a little more because you'll figure it out. Yeah. I mean, that happens a lot to me when I'm dieting and I'm like, oh, this cheeseburger is, I'm fine. I'm not going to regret this. Mm -hmm. And I always have someone around me that's like, you've done this before. Don't eat this cheeseburger. And I fight with them for a little bit. (laughs) And then I usually don't eat the cheeseburger. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, thank God, my moment of weakness. Thank you for being here, for steering me in the right direction. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have someone like that, steer yourself in the right direction with, do you feel icky? Am I going to feel bad about this? Yes. And you know. You know the answer. Mm -hmm. We're not, we're smarter than we think. You know if you're going to do something that makes you feel bad. And then actually don't do it. (laughs) Here's the thing. You might want to. Don't. But don't. Yeah, that's the thing. And you're going to feel so much better. It's just going to be better. And then that's the only thing that I think is important about being alive. <laughs> is feeling better. Feeling, like, nice. What else are it we supposed nice. to do? Literally, what I don't know anything else we're supposed to do. Yeah, feel nice and love people. Yes, and be kind and, you know, mm. et cetera. <laughs> and et cetera and whatever. <laughs> that is our show. Thank you so much for coming and helping me help people. Hey, anytime. Really, I had fun. I had fun, too. If you have a sticky situation or a burning concern, email us at justatipshow at gmail.com and be sure to sign off sleepless in Seattle style so we don't out your true persona. Boop, boop, beep, boop. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.